0: Cheers! Cheers. We're just drinking some iced tea.
1: (laughs) That's some good iced tea.
0: Oh, I don't taste nothing.
1: Yeah, it's really good. This is delish. Yeah, it's a um, yerba and tequila
0: and lemonade.
1: Oh, you put lemonade
0: and a splash of Martinelli's. Wow, you're really
1: doing it. And it's just
0: what we had in our fridge. A sprig of
1: rosemary. This is just like holiday drink to the max. Yeah,
0: I gave you the better rosemary. Thank you. Do you want You're this welcome. one? No. I just wanted to let you know that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> That's really sweet.
0: I just wanted to be praised for my good <laughs> behavior.
1: Look at us already right now, too. Yeah, we're going out after this. Um, yesterday was... We're recording on Friday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Black Friday. So yesterday, obviously, was Thursday. And it was a big day for us. We hosted. So we, we had... finally did it, guys. We finally did it. We had 10 guests over. It was such a successful night. But one thing that I didn't really prepare myself for was, like, the energy drain of just hosting in yep. general.
0: Yep. I never realized it'd be this big of a thing. Yeah. I, I mean, we didn't even drink that much but today I felt like an emotional hangover like it was just
1: we were I didn't want to talk today I like I just wanted to close my eyes
0: yes and going to bed last night we were so fucking tired beyond Mm. belief and it was great don't get us wrong but it was just like damn having like that many humans in your house it's
1: yeah and like we have it's small quarters so we're all in That's each true. other's like personal space there's no real real like escape I actually no. went into my bedroom I did a few times just for like a breather I just went yep <sighs> just to take a breath and then did that and
0: walked back out or to like yep. even just like check my phone like yes I because I obviously we didn't go home and To see family, so I wanted to kind of keep in touch with my family. I was checking in on my sister, how she's holding it down because she cooked for the whole family back in the bay. So I was like trying to check on like my people while still like keep afloat here. But everybody was great, honestly. I every like thirty minutes, someone would come peek their head in the kitchen. We have a tiny kitchen, as we've said a million times, and they'd be like, "You good? Can I let me refill your drink?" Like just you know try and do something, which I appreciated. I I making
1: you feel like because I I I felt that a couple times that like. You were secluded in the kitchen, and That's you were involved in, like, the conversation. Layout. Yeah, the layout. And just, like, you doing all the cooking in general. Yeah. I felt like the all the, like, pre-game conversations, like, there was a point where we were all sitting here playing. Guess who? Guess who?
0: There was a few, there was two times no i yelled three times and i think you guys only heard me one time yeah
1: we heard you once but i was
0: like trying to put it in my guess oh i'm so sorry <laughs> it's just, our kitchen's so close so even if you yell in there especially with 10 people in the house it's so fucking loud right like nobody you can't like hear me. pick
1: out and i was like
0: mac miller oh. like just like yelling at the top of my <laughs> lungs and nobody i was like it's oh, okay it's hopefully okay. hopefully i get it right i don't think i got any of the things i yelled right so it's I'm a loser anyway, but
1: it's okay. It's okay. But it was it a threw successful it down. night. It was a successful night.
0: Successful night. I'm happy with how all the dishes turned out. Eh, besides the campfire yams, they could have been better. You can't win everything. It was because Everyone was
1: really well fed and happy.
0: Yes, we we have vibes. Zero high. food waste. Right. The amount of leftovers we have, there's probably like two more portions left. Like we're, we're we'll eat we them. didn't like go. We too overboard no. and we didn't go too under because i feel like last year we went a little under
1: yeah we could have definitely upped last year i could have
0: had seconds last year but like there was no food left which is right. also a good sign as a chef to totally. be able to, oh, god. okay people literally like their plates clean but nobody left hungry last night and it was beautiful you killed the tablescape thank you it, it really came together and
1: everyone I, just like enjoyed every detail exactly which is always the goal when yep. you do something like that yeah i think it made it all worth it
0: i think Cheers again. I think Cheers. we hosted a pretty wicked party. Such that a successful party. We'll not forget. Nope. Thanksgiving 2023. Put your hands up.
1: Woo. <laughs> but that being said, today we kind of just like lounged on the couch all day. Mm-hmm. And we realized it's Friday. Like yeah, it's it not a Sunday. It feels like a Sunday. It feel, I woke up and it felt like a Sunday. Like yeah. we were total couch potatoes, which you guys know we do every Sunday. Yes. Guilty. So we were like, let's do it. Let's just hammer through. Let's go out tonight. So we got ready. Yep. We're sitting here with you guys. You guys are our pregame good to podcast too. Yep.
0: Get this get this out of the way. So tomorrow it's like actually a Saturday, no work. However late we stay out tonight won't matter, like Yep.
1: We're doing it. It feels
0: good. So. I know I
1: was thinking, um, have we given Monday the update on our cat situation?
0: Oh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, just, I don't think so. We haven't been lucky. I
1: with the cat situation. You guys
0: knew we went to a cat cafe and I Fell in love with a cat named Panini <laughs> would have changed the name. Trust. <laughs> um, he is so cute. He's like a classic. Oh, hi link. Link's on set guys. Link's on set. Oh, hi. Look, she's peeking in the camera. Um, hi mama. Uh, t- uh tuxedo cat. He was like just a classic black and like black and white cat. I can't talk super outgoing and like social with everybody. Like boss. Yeah. Like a boss cat. I loved it. And, uh, I was like, Fully ready to take him. Uh, the guy who was there was telling me he has a sibling, but I was like, Do I need to take the sibling? He's like, No. Like, I was like, Are they bonded? He's like, mm, is a funny, a funny word. word. Like, cats aren't really like that. Da, da, da. So I was ready to go, and he's like, Yeah, all you need to do is DM the, What are you doing, mama? She's just like, wants nice to be part of a conversation. Um, DM the, the shelter, so I did, and they were like, no, you actually do need to take him with Martini is his brother, mm-hmm. Martini and Panini. So I couldn't take him anymore because we weren't going to have three cats and a dog and two humans, like, just too much. Um, I guess it wasn't meant to be, but I'm not worried. I, I know, I mean, A, that place is no kill, so he'll stay there forever if needed. And, like, they and B, live
1: such a good life there. That, that
0: was actually another thing that we were feeling when we were at the cafe is, like, God, these cats have like a really good life here. Like, are we taking them away from like a right. beautiful inside-outside kind of social life? But yeah, I'm not worried about him getting adopted, so I'm I don't necessarily feel bad about that. But selfishly, I'm like, dang, I really really liked him. He was really cool, and I was gonna name him Malcolm. Mm. And uh, I mean, I might even use that name for depending whatever on who, cat like we end what other getting. cat you find. Just see what the vibes are. Yeah. He was just such a distinguished gentleman that he needed like a strong name. Mm-hmm.
1: But um we'll yeah, see. I didn't really bond with any of the cats. I just kind of like I don't know. I was just dipping my toes and I didn't feel like it was a um not like unsuccessful, but it wasn't a match. It was yeah, nothing was a match. Also, we have yet to hear back from our landlord if we're even able oh, to yeah. get cats. So to, There's them. that. Um but I was going to say tomorrow what if we
0: flirt oh, with the yeah. idea of
1: going to um a shelter i'm done yeah
0: yeah i'd love that oh my god why not let's text our landlord like maybe Double tonight, tap. even just like you know push the text again and make sure we get an answer first because i also
1: i would hate to like to fall in love yeah i even thought about that with we Penny. yeah
0: we were pretty irresponsible about that like i kind of fell in love with him and then i was like wait we haven't even asked our landlord holy shit and he hasn't responded i think I feel like we'll be cool with it. Like we have Link, and like it, when we asked about like painting, he was like, "Yeah, like the, he yeah, seems it's almost like He just chill. doesn't care. Yeah. yeah, there's that. Put out good vibes for us. Oh, she's fully on set, you guys. So wow, Link is a guest for she today. She wanna come up here? Up, come up, up, up 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 up. Go up. Come on. go up up up. Oh my God, she's she's sitting in Alex's chair. Oh, my, that's good girl. She's no shot. She's gonna fit. Wow, Link.
1: This is actually crazy.
0: This is crazy. What is? She, what's going on, Mama? Oh, stay. Oh. oh, dang. She was gonna stay too. Everybody. Round of
1: applause for Link. That's so rare. I'm that was so, so upset weird. she left because she only ever sits on my lap when she wants to, or when Kristen wants to take her outside because she just doesn't she just like. She hates going outside. She hates like the scaffolding and I think the city's too overwhelming for her. But she does this thing when Kristen says, OK, let's go for a WALK and Link will literally come. I can be in any room in the house and she will come and find me and like nuzzle up cool. into me, sit on my as, lap. She tries
0: to get as small as possible. And, yes. Like, hide from me
1: yeah and i like it's kind of sad but like i love when she does that because that is the closest i ever feel to her
0: that's the only time link gives you that type of affection
1: yeah is when she benefits from it
0: no literally or belly rubs which again yep benefits from she's quite selfish
1: yeah that's actually crazy she did that i'm still in shock
0: you okay mom she seemed happy
1: oh yeah she her tail was wagging
0: i think she's just like
1: i think she just wanted to be a part of it
0: she's like girls you look so cute where are you going yeah we're going tonight
1: she should come out
0: she would hate it. She was so good at the party yesterday, though. I love I love how social she is like that. She, I mean, she grew up in that chaos, so oh, yeah. she, she's used to a house full of people. I think she thrives a lot better, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was saying when I was making these drinks for Alex and I, it's crazy how... Do, do you, any of you have this, like, if you're 21 or older, like... We're just allowed to like make a drink in our house. And just drink and, it. And like not like not get in trouble. Like yeah. it's there's no we don't like don't have to like
1: ask anyone to go buy the alcohol.
0: Nope. And like nobody could be like, hey, come on. It's yeah. a school night. Like nope. it's
1: like It's Friday and we're having a cocktail because we want a to. A light cocktail on our
0: podcast. And then we're gonna go out
1: after this. God bless. This is a life. Very, very, very grateful. It's fire. Chug? <laughs> no. No. It was your idea. I know. <laughs> I I immediately regretted that
0: one thing now that I'm a lip product person oh ew the way it looks on fucking cups is disgusting
1: cups and just like the hassle of like I do this
0: but even that you gotta like just enough on the straw yeah I'm not using a straw because I have to wait two weeks before I could use a straw because I if you don't know I got my lips done I don't know what will happen if I use the straw does anybody know what will actually happen if you you break that rule
1: I think you're just migrating the actual filler. Remember I told you it doesn't actually adhere to the tissue in your lips for like another two weeks. It needs to fully integrate into the tissue of your lips.
0: Also, why can't you work out for 24 hours after? That didn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah, just jumping around, moving around, sweating. You move your face a lot when you work out. Like think about when you're running and you're like like, up
0: and down your cheeks are like bouncing when you're running. Yeah, your butt cheek, my booty cheek. No, (laughs) I meant my face cheek. When I run, they like. Oh yeah! Like I feel like I'm like, absolutely saggy cheek. Like I don't know. <laughs> I, I, anytime I run, everything on my body just like vibrates.
1: What was that? Remember that trend where you would take a video of, of you jumping, jumping and, and landing? <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel every time. God, I, I that's run. good.
0: You guys see my leg hair?
1: Should we jump right into it? <laughs> what would you say? Should we jump right into it? Yeah, sure.
0: Um, one more thing. These shoes have never been worn in New York City. Really? Yeah. Huh. I haven't worn these yet here. It's just crazy. This is one a pair of shoes I've had for a minute, but I pulled them out of the closet. Do you guys ever see old clothes or old shoes and you're like, all right, uh, let's bring them forward. Let's my try old friend. Let's integrate this back into the wardrobe. Yeah. That's what these shoes are for me tonight. Okay. Yeah. Let's hop back into it. But I do think we should do song of the day and what we're wearing. Okay. Sure. Because I don't know. Ooh, I have a song. I just haven't done it in a really long time. Yeah. And like we, it's actually worth saying today because we look cute.
1: Okay, my song is off of Renee Rapp's album. We've all heard it. We all love it. Tummy Hurts. Oh, yeah. I like oh, that. I'm obsessed. And she's just such a good singer. She's so cool. Oh, my God. She's so she's dope. So cool. Every interview I see her in, I just like want to be her friend. Yep. And I watched that show that she was in. And like, that's when I literally fell in love with her The Sex Lives of College Girls. It's just like this cute, oh, okay. I think it's HBO.
0: I haven't watched it, but I, I remember seeing it like, when on, I was watching on buses, it. Oh, oh yeah, like yeah. When yeah. it was coming out, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think there's two seasons, and she was on that, Lover. And then she obviously, like, she's dropping music and she's just kick ass. So. She's so cool. Yeah.
0: My song of the day is called Baby by Sarah Diamond. I found this song on just, I forget what radio I was listening to on Spotify, but it is a good one. So go listen. Sarah Diamond. Baby I don't know Any only. of their other. not that oh, song. Oh. Uh, i don't know any of their other uh music but sarah's spelled s-a-r-a and that's how you spell my niece's name sarah and i just always feel connected when i meet a sarah without an h i'm like
1: that's nice one of us <laughs> my family my people My people. i'm wearing this my boyfriend's hoodie it's his um travis scott hoodie um and i'm wearing these jeans are from urban i believe they're just like this like i don't know Acid- well, it's washed, not really kinda. acid. It looks almost like, like spray paint. Vibes. Yeah, they're like, um, like dirt wash. They look like dirt, stone wash, stone washed. That's what it is. Stone wash jeans, and then just my New Balances because I'm just the last few times that I've gone out. Well, it was Halloween, and then we, I think we went out the week after, and then one of the last times we went out, I wore like tall boots. And I'm just sick of wearing tall boots.
0: And it's hard in the cold because my muscles are cramped. Yes. My muscles cramp. <laughs> yes. It's officially that time in New York where we've been talking about this for the past few days, like a quick bodega run or just like a quick, you know, run outside Outing. period or like go smoke on the balcony. You can't just swing it. You need to layer up. Like it's officially cold. Yes. And my muscles feel it. My TMJ feels it. Like I'm my skin, like my dryness of my skin my hair like it's yep. it's it's cold. winter mm-hmm. it's cold so just a heads up guys it's cold outside <laughs> oh um i'm wearing i these shoes already said out loud they're cool though they look lined in black but they're actually if you like put a light on them they're reflectors so they glow in like certain lighting oh i think that actually might show on camera i have no idea um and then these black like super oversized jeans from urban and then this shirt, it's a really cool kith jacket. Um, it has the BMW logo on the front and then the M series oh shit logo on the back. Um, I actually bought this off Alex's boyfriend. He brought it home and it was hanging up and Alex like, look, like, yeah, obviously sure. knowing I love BMW, this is yours. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then I, I was like, Hey, like, like every few days I'd be like, can I borrow that? He's like, no shot. <laughs> like he, he knew what I was trying to do. And then I don't know what came over him. Do you? Yeah.
1: Um, no, I think he was just, he realized like he has so many, cl- he has more clothes than both of us combined. Yeah. And I think he just started to realize like she'll probably get more use out of it than I will.
0: Right. And he let me buy it off him. Yeah. So I bought it for a fraction. Fraction of, of what it's worth. This probably went for like 1500 If that Mickey Mouse one went yeah. for $1,500. And that's actually collab?
1: the first, that's like the first sample he oh, got so this it is like had that sample tag
0: well yeah i have the tag in the pocket yeah yeah there's no nothing obviously no price or nothing but it's like a handwritten sample tag mm-hmm. with like the name of it and like the product number and shit that's really cool i do need to keep this tag i'm yeah, actually gonna throw it on the table so i don't Forget. lose it <laughs> but uh oh god i love it so much i also wore it to cartopia
1: like it's a good i just jacket. love it and it's I, I love Letterman. it because
0: like you take it off, if when I take it off, like I have my tattoo, like it's just, it just fits me. Yeah. Like this is my jacket. It's very
1: car girl jacket.
0: Yes. And I love it. And then just like a little black tank underneath. Cause the jacket honestly is so oversized that it like closes. So I never care about what shirt I wear over yeah. like baggy shit. You know what I mean? That's that.
1: That's the fits. All right, let's get into it. So this week, we wanted to give you guys, if you didn't know, um, this season, we want to do one episode a month where we do general advice for our Monday listeners. So we're going to
0: do it the last Monday of yes, every month.
1: Last Monday of every month. If we don't end up reading your entry this month or this episode, don't fret. Email us at oddvicepodcast at gmail.com. And hopefully we will get to you next month or the month after that. Keep sending them in. We will keep doing these.
0: And as always, we have episodes every friday on patreon where those dms are open 24 7 and we read your entries and those episodes pretty much end up being general advice episodes every friday anyway a lot so of times yeah any patrons that wrote in if we don't get you send us in a patreon and we'll we'll, we'll get you there every time we do these people are so good with the subject lines i'm like yes. oh i don't even know where to start Alex and I used to like when we did this season one and a little bit into season two. We would pick our things ahead of time, mm-hmm. and I love that we don't anymore. Because no. now it's like a surprise to everybody. Yes. Of like, what is this going to be about? Ooh, okay. I like the the title of this one. Keepsake versus clutter.
1: Ooh, this is tough. Right? I
0: know. Hi, <laughs> just wanted to say that I love listening to you guys and flowing along with your different seasons of life. Oh man. So I know you guys are nostalgic and love to go over memories and keep things that remind you of a certain time in your past. But my issue is I don't know when to stop keeping things that mean something to me, like how many volleyball t-shirt, T-shirts, blankets, and old Webkin's pens does one person really need. I was just curious about how you guys decide what to give away without regretting it down the road. Hope your Thanksgiving dinner party goes well. And I think everyone here expects pictures of the table. Oh. Love you guys. Uh, they're all over Instagram. Instagram. I did a TikTok, I did a reel, and they're on our Instagram, so you guys could see how everything turned out for Thanksgiving. This is hard. I definitely struggle with this too, and uh, it honestly just depends what mood I'm in. I know this. I don't know if this helps, but like, I go through times where like I hold on to everything, or I have those days where I'm deep cleaning everything. Like recently when I rearranged my room, I was just throwing shit out, like back and forth. But I've come to find that like my rule of thumb with getting rid of things, the only time I've ever regretted getting rid of things is when I'm doing it out of emotion. So if it's like, ah, like, fuck this, I'm going to get rid of like this old picture of so-and-so because I don't like them, like take a beat.
1: You'll never get that back.
0: You'll never get it back. Like just if it's off of chill for a sec. Come back tomorrow. And if you still don't want it in your house, then get rid of it accordingly. Yeah. But that's kind of more with like the memorabilia stuff. Um, anything else like clothing wise or like, you know, products in my sink or under my sink and shit. It's really just like anything that I haven't used in the past like month for mm-hmm. products. And then for clothing, anything that I have doubles of. I'm like, I already have something that serves this exact same purpose. Get rid of it.
1: Yeah. I think my number one rule with like you had mentioned the like high school volleyball tees and all of that kind of like those memories. My biggest rule with those is condense and consolidate. Like if you have five volleyball tees that serve the same purpose, the you same don't memory. Need, yeah. Same memory. You don't need that. Yeah. And if you are like, ah, I can't pick one, turn them into like a quilt. Like yeah. make a project out of what you have because
0: so you can enjoy it too. Exactly. What's the point?
1: Switch up the purpose of what it is because otherwise it's just going to sit there and you're going to keep questioning like, okay, this is taking up room in my closet. I don't need these, but the day you get rid of them, you're going to be like, fuck, I wish I still had those because like they are things that you want to pass down to like your kids yep. and you know, so don't let them just like sit. If you want to collect little teacups that like you don't want to get rid of but they're taking space like turn it into decor like get a shadow box make it worth like keeping candle. if yeah if you're gonna keep these things um like i said you don't need seven volleyball shirts unless you're gonna do something with them so one will serve the purpose yeah it's all about like condensing
0: that's a good point yeah even with the like giving it another purpose That's a big thing that I've done in my room, especially I I'm such a knickknack person, like till the day I die. And I now use all of like my favorite little bowls for like, I'll put my rings in one, or I have one full of crystals, like use things as decor. I have these really cool, um, they're called finger purses. They were a popular thing in the 1920s. And they're literally purses that women would wear around their fingers on a chain that would literally just hold like their rouge and like that's it. Because they have like their credit cards and nothing. <laughs> um, and it was to be convenient. So when you dance, you're oh, not like cute. holding a bag. Yeah, it's your finger purse. So I have two of those like really nice ones. And... When I got them, obviously I got them for obvious reasons. They're fucking sick. But then I was like, okay, I'm not going to use them because they're fucking beautiful and I don't need a finger purse. So I hung them on my wall next to like a really cool other, uh, my oversized watch that some of you maybe have seen. I hung that next to it and like, you know, it's something that I want to keep forever and I want to pass down, but I made it worth something. It's on display. I can look at it every day. I can enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So figure out what can be used outside of just keeping it in a
1: keepsake box. Right. Exactly. i also
0: my mom has a lot of my shit too yeah you just always my throw mom, it on the parents if possible
1: yeah my my mom has like a whole closet dedicated to like mine and my brother's shit
0: uh it's under my bed still upstairs uh, in the attic bins and stuff uh, i don't even think they're oh in it's bins. just like
1: pushed back there it's just literally shoved under the
0: bed it's not organized but it's like all my old cheer trophies it's mm. I had like a, yearbooks exactly yeah. and like do you remember my box uh the brand is called infinity. It's a brand of cheer shoes. If any of you have cheered or done gymnastics, you know, but, uh, I had a big box about this big full of like all of my notes that we would pass. Like all of our friends, I have old cell phones in there. Like my old, uh, the mini phone I had the Pantech duo. Like I have that in there, old Nokia. I think it was like Cassie's a track phone. My first like phone ever. Right. That type of shit. I'm like, you got to make room for that.
1: Yeah. Um. One Put thing I do, I collect like every card that I've ever gotten because I like to like keep I people's. I wish I did that. Oh my God. It's like one of my, I'm i do so it now. glad I do Good.
0: I started doing it after my grandma died because I realized that I didn't have any of her fucking oh, handwriting. Yeah.
1: I love to keep people's handwritings, but I noticed uh, back in our LA apartment, they were just like in a bin under my bed and it just like took up room. Like that one bin could yeah. be used for something else. So I have a bookcase in my room and I started like uh, inserting all the important cards just like in between books. I
0: have cards in between books. That's yeah. Funny. So it
1: doesn't like take up space, but they're still being protected. Preserved. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's funny. I didn't know you did that. I, did I hide. Well, saying this out loud now. <laughs> I hide just so much. shit. <laughs> I hide books. a lot of in shit. books between books. Like
1: I still have the, all the receipts from mine and my boyfriend's first dates. Oh, good. All like tucked in there. You
0: should do one of my the journals I do.
1: Journal? What do you mean?
0: I have a, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast. Oh, the
1: receipt one?
0: Yeah. I made a journal. I got it customized. What's that company? It was the same one that your parents made me that cookbook Uh, thing. uh, I don't know, whatever. There's so many different companies you can customize notebooks. And I called it what's for dinner. And I created it with only like blank unlined pages and all of like my favorite, like favorite meals going out. And a lot of them are here in New York. I keep the receipt and I tape them in there. I got some like cheap craft tape and I like point, like I draw a line and I talk about the dish and why I liked it. Mm. I don't know what, what else happened that night? Like there's one in there. uh, It talks about a night, where you and I went out to eat and then we ended up going out after and getting like unexpectedly drunk, but it's like the funnest thing to do with just you and your best friend sometimes. Love that. And like I wrote about that night, just like a little blurb. just So I like remember what that whole thing was. Yeah. So things like that. I,
1: those are worth, it's keeping. worth keeping. Yeah. It is.
0: I, I try to like keep, you know, one for emotions, one for notes and whatever, but whatever I'm feeling that day, I just pick like that journal up mm. and you can flip back one page and see like, me pour my heart out about my feelings towards wow my mother and then the next page is like thanksgiving to-do list so when i die my kids are gonna be like this bitch was crazy uh, that's like nuts. there's
1: zero timeline zero. Do you date your pages yes okay but they're um,
0: they're not they're all over the place <laughs> it's an escape oh room. oh my god i'm creating uh, a yeah. true Christian
1: fashion yes this one is called homewrecking or a love story Uh, can't be both (laughs) hi girls first off i want to thank you for making this podcast i always listen when i'm walking my dog and you guys make the hot girl walk a thousand times hotter oh you were like the big sister i never had now brace yourselves girls this is kind of a long story i feel like i need to mention that i'm only 19 years old and very aware that even though i have some experience in this thing we call life i still have a lot to learn this whole thing started when I joined the military this past December. I had just finished high school and had worked for a few months in the fall. In this period, I also happened to meet a boy who grew fond of me. And when he asked me to be his girlfriend after only a month of knowing each other, I said yes. Yes, I know, way too soon. And it did not It it did end up biting me in the ass, but we'll get to that. I did like him, but I knew from the moment I said yes that it was all wrong. Nevertheless, I stayed with this boy and saw him every day in the month leading up to me joining the military. After all, we were looking at me being away for eight months, and then the day came. I left home and started this new adventure that I was really excited for. 360 new recruits showed up, and they began to divide us by height and then assigning us rooms. Men and women stay in mixed rooms here in Denmark, but it didn't bother me since I've always been good at making friends with both guys and girls. In my regiment, we were only 10% women, so there were no way around it. There was no way around it, sorry. Anyway, I walked into my room that very first day and saw the most beautiful-looking boy sitting on one of the bunk beds. We'll call him Brad.
0: Brad, (laughs) classic.
1: My heart skipped a beat, and I found myself getting all flustered. I think that never happens to me. I don't consider myself neither dramatic or lovesick, but I'm not the type of girl who falls in love every other day. Although nothing wrong with that, haha, but yeah, this was very new to me. I felt butterflies. I've only ever felt this for one other man in my entire life, a boy I've known since kindergarten. Well, I quickly found out that Brad had a girlfriend of two years back home and he lived on the other side of the country, so I brushed it off. But as you can guess, spending every hour of every day together five days a week can bring people very close, and we all became very close. All fifty soldiers of my division grew close. We went through so much crap together. Yeah. Excuse my language. You could say crap. You could don't say worry. Crap
0: any day here.
1: <laughs> Long hours, no sleep, cloud bursts, minus degrees, no food—just basically being physically and mentally drained. We were each other's family during these first four months, and he and I grew especially close. But only as friends, and I really mean that. They were. There were never any flirting. There was never any flirting of any kind. We both respected that the other had a significant other back home. Though, since we had become such close friends and really understood and supported each other, I often talked to him about my doubts of my relationship and what I should do. And he would sometimes ask me for advice when he had trouble with his girlfriend. Though, I had the impression that he loved her very much and that everything was really good between them. After the first four months, it was time for us to move to a base in central Copenhagen and serve in the Queen's Guard for four months. Four more months, and I knew that I had to end things with my boyfriend back home. I wouldn't be able to come home and visit him on weekends, and quite frankly, I didn't want to. He was not good to me or for me, and having all these new friends around me, being most, almost my family, made me so aware of how many really amazing guys there are out there. So I finally got my shit together and ended things with him. I was so li- relieved, but also so sad to see how sad I had made him, but it was the right thing. This was the best thing I have ever done. The next few months were filled with standing guard, which is actually really both physically and mentally draining since you only sleep for like three hours at night Damn. on a 24 hour shift. Oh my God. Holy shit. But also lots of going out to eat great food and partying. After all, we had to take advantage of the fact that we lived in the middle of Copenhagen rent-free and have had every third day off. I had so much fun. I felt like I had 90 of my best friends around me at all times. In addition to that, when counting all divisions, we were 360 soldiers between the ages 19 and 24, and only 28 of us were girls. Therefore, it was inevitable that some of the guys would notice us girls, especially guys from other divisions, who I only knew by name, but wasn't friends with, would slide in my DMs or approach me on base or when we went out in the city. And to be, to be completely honest, I loved it. It was a totally different ball game than just random stage strangers in a club or something. These boys made me feel good. They were just fun and nice, and it really lifted my spirit after my breakup with a guy who would usually just make me feel silly or stupid or like too much. Oh, that's my least favorite thing. Classic. I would often talk to Brad about my escapades and it wouldn't—it didn't feel weird at all since we were just good, good friends. Although I had so much fun just being my single self and having all these boys to basically pick and choose from, I still really just wanted Brad. And everyone from our division knew it. I couldn't hide it. And to be honest, he seemed like he was really fond of me too. Nothing crazy, still no flirting or confessions of feelings. He is a very principled boy and I knew he would never do anything to hurt his girlfriend and I didn't want him to at this point we were six months in I had been in love with this boy and only getting closer and closer to him every day for six months but I was determined not to say anything I didn't want to be a homewrecker all of a sudden I start talking to this guy we'll call him Jones Jones is is actually from my extended division so I knew him better than a lot of the guys I'd had fun with the past two months, but I just never put anything into it. Well, we start talking and we really click. It's really good conversation and I really like him. Jones and I end up sleeping together after a night out and I start feeling that this could really be something. We grow closer over the next three or four weeks and I finally start getting the feeling that maybe, just maybe, I can get over Brad and leave him alone. I also have the feeling that Jones feels the same way I do. This is not the butterflies and love at first sight kind of feeling. It's much more calm, safe, and just wonderful. It feels like home. I tell Brad about me and Jones having slept together, but I don't mention that I actually really like him. Brad doesn't seem to be neither jealous or sad. Why would he be? So this is where it gets interesting. With only three weeks left of our service, Brad and I are on a, and a few other soldiers are going out. We're very drunk and having the best time dancing and singing and I even recall kissing a guy from another division when Brad drags me away from the dance floor and the words with the words I need to talk to you. My heart dropped and I froze. What could this be about? He then says to me, oh, I just really want to kiss this girl, but I can't because I have ex at home. This is the first time I have ever heard him say something like that and it really catches me off guard. I got so mad. To this day, I still don't know what, I what, but I think it was just the fact that if he was going to kiss anyone other than his girlfriend, it should be me. Thank God for me being as drunk as I was because that was probably the reason that I couldn't keep my mouth shut any longer. You say, you can't talk to me about this. I drunkenly almost yelled at him. The confusion on his face was so obvious and I don't blame him. We always used to talk about this kind of stuff. What, he replied, and then I confessed. I told him that I wanted to wanted it to be me, he wanted to kiss, and that I just couldn't hear another word about other girls. He got quiet for a second, and then he dragged me all the way outside the club. And then standing there in the middle of the road, in the middle of the night, he said to me, but my name, or the writer's name, I feel the same way. What? Why didn't he tell me before? (laughs) Was my first thought. But of course, why didn't I tell him? We walked home hand in hand that night and talked about what we should do about this. I was single, but he wasn't, and we lived six hours apart. I kept asking myself if if he was ready to throw a two and a half year relationship out the window for someone who lives so far away, and I wasn't sure what the answer to the question was. At this base in Copenhagen, we didn't share a room. So we said goodnight and went to bed separately. Because of our job, three days went by before we saw each other again, and I had been a completely complete emotional wreck in that time. The ball was in his court, and I had no idea what he was going to decide on. We finally saw each other again over a couple of beers, and when the rest of the guys went to the club, we headed home. We talked about our situation for hours. I kept saying I didn't want him to break up with X because of me, because I was scared he was going to hate me for it later and he kept saying he didn't think he could be with her when he felt this way about me. There are so many more details to the story but I've already written a novel so I'll try and finish it off. After an hour of silence, I guess we'd said everything that could be said. He stood up from the bunk bed across the room he'd been sitting on and walked towards me. He stopped for a second, probably contemplating one last time what he was about to do. Then he leaned in and kissed me. God I was so relieved and so scared at the same time it was so strange kissing a guy who had who had been your best run for over seven months but it also just felt so right I'm going home to break up with x tomorrow he said and he did and yeah now we are together doing long distance but nevertheless together it feels so right and I'm just so happy this worked out for us side note it was really awful breaking off things with Jones He was the sweetest man, and I don't think he saw it coming. And even though I have no doubt it was the right decision, I did really like him, and I hated watching him leave my room with his head hanging. I really think I hurt him, and I hate that. Had I not confessed my feelings for Brad, maybe I would have gone down the Jones road. I guess this is my proof that there is no, quote, one great love. You can find love, comfort, happiness, or whatever you desire in so many people. Oh, yeah. I really believe the world is full of great people and I could probably be happy with a lot of them. But as my dad says, you fall in love with the people you spend time with. I really believe that too. Love is everywhere and it can be quite random where you find it. It's what you do with it that defines if it's going to work out for you in the end. So girls, even though this wasn't a question, I would still love to hear your take on the topic of, quote, wrecking. Is it always just bad or are there situations where it is okay? Maybe even inevitable? And how do I know that this love is right when my previous guy wasn't? Can I trust my gut feeling when it was so wrong in the past? For the record, I don't know if I mentioned that things with Brad and X wasn't good in the last few months, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't even know if that makes a difference. So, so sorry for the novel I put you through. Just think of it as a Wattpad story. <laughs> <laughs> love you girls. Love from Copenhagen. Sent from my phone.
0: Sent from my phone. That's
1: my favorite. This is Kind of tough.
0: This is a situation that is rare, but when it happens, I respect it. Um, you know, it definitely sucks that it had to turn into you know a form of cheating. Yeah, y'all, kiss, y'all kissed, and I think in a he could have waited to kiss he you. He could have waited. Um, he cheated, but this is like how I feel towards my first love. Yeah, he cheated on me, but he's been with the girl ever since and he they ended got up married marrying and like, the they're chilling. And that to me is worth it. Yeah. Right there. I'm like, honestly, respect. Yeah. You, you know, you followed your though, heart, you followed your heart, even though you had to burn me, but like, it's not always about me. It's not always about the, it's not always about you. So and like,
1: sometimes it's a avo- It's hard to avoid the messiness. Like, yeah, like you kinda. guys were in such tight quarters. And like you said, it's hard. Like, you you fall in love with the people around you yeah. and like you guys connected for for a reason and you guys are still together for a reason
0: yeah It was clearly a connection that couldn't be denied and right. couldn't be shoved away you you tried i'm sure he tried too uh yeah i think he could have he could have waited for the schmuchi but that's yeah. just a tender spot for me right now i think that's why i'm projecting yeah but um yeah i mean like i said it's it's rare but sometimes it happens and sometimes people they, they cheat and they leave their people for someone and it ends up being the right person because simply you followed your heart. So I got to respect it.
1: Yeah. I don't know if this is just me or if like you even have this in your head, but you're just not saying it. Know that like you guys are long distance and he got out of his relationship because he bonded with someone who was close to him at the time. It is always a possibility again. Like yep. he is. He's capable of he's it. He's capable of of it he's far from you just keep that you know keep that light bulb dim for for a bit yeah
0: okay next one the subject line says ghosted by my best friend of 10 years oh my god i could never imagine i could not imagine Hello, NYC queens. Mm. I've been watching Kristen's videos since the vlog squad days. Whoa. And they did the eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and listening to the pod religiously since episode one. Wow. Yeah, Thank you. This is a long one, so please bear with me. My ex-best friend and I met in seventh grade and have been through a lot together. Friendship, breakups, toxic boyfriends, periods of not talking, boyfriends getting in between our friendship, moving away from For college, death of a friend, death of a father, or sorry, death of my father, everything. She goes through depressive episodes where she doesn't respond to messages or calls, but eventually she comes back around. Every time I visit my hometown, we catch up. I saw her last Christmas and everything was fine. But when January of this year rolled around, she went completely silent, not answering my texts or calls, so I figured it was just another one of our dry spells. She told me before that I can keep her updated and text her if I wanted to let her know how I was doing. And when she got her energy back, she would message me and catch me up. So that's what I did. Kept her up to date about my breakup, dating a new guy, graduating, getting into grad school, all without ever hearing back. I never heard back. So I asked her brother about how she was doing. And he said she was really anxious and had been having some breakdowns. I told him to let her know I loved her and I missed her, and I left it at that. Mm. She didn't even wish me a happy birthday, which is not like her at all. When I came to visit her over summer, I invited her to my grad party, but never heard a response. I had to hear it from another friend that she wasn't going to come with no explanation as to why. Mm. Mind you, she was still watching my Instagram stories and posting about being out drinking, so at this point, my feelings started to get really hurt. As a last resort, before leaving town, I sent her a meme which we use humor as a defense mechanism, but I still didn't hear anything back. My friends and boyfriend told me to let it go and move on. If someone doesn't want to be in your life, then you can't beg them to stay. So I did. We unfollowed each other and I haven't reached out since. Whoa. I have been heartbroken. She was like my sister. People would see us in the street and ask if we were twins. Oh. We've gotten that before. Yeah. I reposted a TikTok about friendship breakups and missing the woman who shaped me as a young girl, and she liked it. Plus, another video. So, we're still friends on TikTok apparently, and TikTok sends notifications when someone views your profile. So, I know she's been peeping. Mm. I want to reach out and be like, girl, what the fuck, and get closure answers and reconnect if possible. But my boyfriend says, I'm overthinking it and if I let myself be vulnerable she's gonna ghost me and hurt me again so I don't know what to do. Half of me wants to latch on to one of the few people I felt are truly my soulmate and try to get to the bottom of this but the other half of me is hurt and agrees that people who walk away from me never deserve me in the first place. I don't know or sorry I don't think I've been a bad friend She wasn't either. Sure, there have been moments where we weren't the greatest friends to each other, but shit happens, and we, we've never taken it to heart. I don't know. Am I being Delulu? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is this a nudge to reach out, or am I overthinking it and need to make peace with it and let it go? I need opinions. I I need the opinions of you both, especially since you've been best friends for ages. Okay, ages is kind of crazy. Ages. I know this like made me feel like really old. Twenty years is ages. ages. It is ages. And even if you don't read this, I would just love an episode on friendship breakups because I would rather lose my first love again than, than be losing one of my closest friends. She also watches Kristen's videos and listens to the pod, so she'll know this is about her if she listens to the episode. Whoa. I just want her to know how hurt I am and that I don't deserve to be treated like this after everything we've been through. No one does. Anyway, love you both dearly and congratulations on all your success. Mm. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Please keep anon.
1: Oh, this makes me really sad. Yeah. I don't think you should give up. I think, I mean, I've been in a, in a similar situation. I was kind of on the outs with a a very, very close friend who I've known actually my entire life. It took her getting married and have a, having a child for me to be like, I don't want to not talk to you anymore. Yeah. And we slowly started to reconnect and it's, uh, it's very much not what it used to be, but I wanted to make sure that like nothing was bad between us because life is just too fucking short and you don't want to, anything crazy to happen and you regret not Never. reaching out. Yeah. It sat like with you expressing that she has had trouble with her mental health in the past and she has always like prefaced that she has always wanted you to like be persistent in, in um, like keeping her updated and keep reaching out with her. I think this just might be a case where you need to kind of like bite the pride and just be be persistent with her. I think it's worth it. Yep. And it's you just don't want to regret not doing it. Um, even you said like you feel like she's one of your soulmates in your life. It's, you can't just like let that go.
0: Yeah. And she probably is. You guys have bonded over a lot of really intense life things. And, you know, just the time you've been on this earth, I'm assuming you guys are around our age. That was totally an assumption. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would never say to fully cut out someone. Um, I do think there's a medium here, though, where uh you know I feel for her like I've I've been there with like being so low but still wanting your friends to know like hey I care I just like literally can't even brush my teeth today yeah um there that is fucking valid and like that is a part of friendship and that's something Alex and I understand about each other too which I'm so grateful for but something you need to be mindful of and you know anybody listening that might be in a, a similar situation like you still have to protect your energy mm-hmm. so yes friends are there to get each other through these things but like i I said this to you just a few months ago when all the shit with Tanner just popped off we were sitting right on that couch and I looked at you and I was like protect your peace though like I'm going through this and yes you're supporting me through this but this is a lot of fucking shit for you to take on when like you don't fully need to take it on yeah and like you I say I use that example because, like, I don't want you to cut her out, but I don't want you to make it your job to constantly reach out.
1: Yeah, there's um, a happy medium here.
0: Yeah, just and, and that that's situation by situation. Just before you send the text or before you draft it or whatever, like, is it draining you or are you wanting to do it out of having the space to potentially get a very heavy response and be able to deal with it in that moment. Mm, good point. You know, like just make sure it's it's not sucking the life out of you. Yeah. Um that that sounded really dramatic and mean. Sucking the life, that sounded rude. But uh your energy mm-hmm. and that that'll vary day by day and situation by situation. But um yeah, don't don't give up, but don't don't let this consume you. And I that's easier said than done. But I hope that made sense.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think you got it right with your um idea to like reach out with the yo girl like what's up yeah like let's just talk I think especially since she's like she's liking your tiktoks and she's like she's still you know making face so like going out and shit right if you hit her up and be like hey like I see you're out and about like I've been checking in I just want to make sure you're okay like maybe we can hop on a phone call soon just like keep it like casual like that yep maybe she's kind of like tapping you to reach out one more time yeah. to like kind of tell her like she, maybe she doesn't want to just respond after like the not going she might be embarrassed about I like not going to your party say, or you know like there's a lot of
0: shame in this too yeah
1: so if you like kind of I don't know switch your perspective and think oh maybe she's kind of you know liking my tiktoks and peeping for me to realize to oh she's yeah
0: yeah like what if it's one of those situations where like I know this is a very watered down. Uh, example, but like when you genuinely forget to text someone back, and now it's been so long yes. that you're like, if I text back now, I look like a fucking idiot, yeah. or like I look like an asshole, or whatever.
1: You want to make sure, like, she, oh, what I'm if still she,
0: here. Exactly. What if yeah. she's in that weird zone of like, did I already fuck this up? Yeah. Like, you know, but she know. doesn't
1: want to like reach out and act like everything's normal because you already think that shit's not normal, right? You know, right. So I don't know. I would. I under a text.
0: Yeah. I am um, And like. <sighs> It's hard not knowing her side, but
1: I hate like general generalizing this and like even saying this, but I'm gonna fucking say it. Asking your boyfriend for advice on a oh, female friendship is really touchy place to be because like he doesn't know, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't he doesn't understand the friendship bond like from that females. Yes, too. yes, like female I, bonds are, I and mean, it's
0: you guys get it. Like, yeah,
1: and it's one thing to like. Always ask your boyfriend for your advice if you guys and, like, have that lean relationship. On him, right? Lean on him, like he—he's your, support, he's your system. support system. But don't let him like guide the decision for you on something that like he just doesn't have the, the place. perspective. Yeah, the perspective to do it. Yeah, i like, love,
0: but yeah, he. Does, you know he what doesn't I mean? I just I felt like that's I had to point. say that. Yeah, yeah. Because if he's
1: the only voice that's holding you back from doing this, it you know that's just it doesn't feel right
0: nobody has this bond with your friend the way that you do so nobody's going to give you the answer that applies to this situation you you, like obviously we are here for you and like we'll talk to you about it a million times if needed but like ultimately I, I think I could speak for Alex here like we encourage you to just like ask yourself yes what do you want want from the situation and what will what will fulfill you and feed you and feel good to you and your heart to deal with the situation like you know i think i think you know what you want to do and maybe just forget about it being the best thing or the healthy thing just do what feels good if that means fucking tapping in three days in a row triple text each time like then fucking do it like Drop, drop the pride, like Alex yep. said earlier, and, like, this is a human you care about, and bottom line, like, tomorrow's not promised, and just make it happen, and at least try into to the point where you're like, okay, I can't, and, you know, that you put that boundary up, like I said earlier, we're circling back to the same conversation, but yeah, you get you get what I'm saying, hopefully, and if not, write in, we are here for you, and that's fucking hard, I, I just, I couldn't imagine that being the, the b- like predicament would go down yeah no way like it, you no know way. shit can happen whatever but like not the ghosting part of it yeah like it and like heavy it the pride
1: of, of it like no you gotta drop you gotta drop that not no. you specifically listener, just like but like theoretically yeah
0: i yeah. even felt that during our years of being paused as friends when i was living in la she was still in the bay like yeah I would, I would triple text. I'd send, I'd send the, the memes and, you know, literally everything you're saying that you're doing with this friend. And granted, it's a different situation, not trying right. to take that over or nothing. But, you know, like, even though I knew I might not get a response if you're, like, working or you're just, you know, I still did it because I was like, I'm not going to just let this go because if it is one of those situations where, like, she doesn't feel like reaching out and it is on me in this season of our life to keep this light, on and the, then i'll do it because it's not worth losing alex the rest of my and life and the
1: persistence is what like oh okay we're still friends yeah yeah
0: absolutely i didn't i didn't care i mean it 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 would hurt sometimes and like i've told you i'll never forget when i uh scott and i were at the pink taco on sunset yeah. boulevard and i was i was hella drunk but <laughs> i was crying to scott yeah and just like I don't know. And like, she won't respond. And he was like, she's just living her own life. And I think guys don't get it. Right. <laughs> but like above all, take the seasons of life as a factor here. Yeah. And maybe that'll help you not take it so personal too.
1: Totally. It's Be hard. her persistence. God, it's hard. Okay. Sorry. Before I pick my next entry, my, me and my family group chat are like going over what we all want for Christmas. Mom said my ex mix, my ex mix wish and it's a Stanley Tumblr. Of course it's a Stanley Cup. <laughs> mom, don't you worry. I got you. Of course it's but a Stanley wait. Cup. But wait, it's the like, it's the specialized black gloss deco design.
0: Oh, they! I just saw that at Urban. Go get her that one.
1: You got it, mom. Okay, here's my next one. It's called The Ultimate Personality Flip Experience. Oh. And in parentheses is, I almost died.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: Hi, Kristen and Alex. Hello. If you're reading this, hi, I love you so much. I hope you're both doing amazing. Hearing about how Kristen's ex had a complete different personality that would flip on and off reminded me so much of the situation that happened to me. So strap in for this wild, wild ro- roller coaster.
0: Wild, wild west. Wow,
1: wow west. The Cliff Notes version is My ex, BFF, tried to murder me with a hatchet and now I have trauma. A hatchet? I'm sorry. is a movie are you writing a script
0: that's crazy you're testing so what if we did that
1: (laughs) so um my freshman year of college I made this friend who I got really close to we shared a lot a lot of common interests and had a lot of fun together I always had a weird feeling about her but I just chalked it up to her being an extreme introvert fast forward two years later into my junior year we lived together in an apartment with two other girls One who was completely new and randomly selected while the other was another close friend. A few months in, things suddenly started to take a turn, a dark turn, when she started punching holes in the wall, breaking mirrors, yelling at us, etc. She eventually confessed to our newer roommate that she had imagined, quote, killing people in the apartment.
0: Nope. Oh my God. And then
1: brought home a hatchet and showed it to us saying she needed it, quote, for protection for the purge. Yes, the movie. So we ordered a wellness check on her. She was admitted to the psych ward, got out a week later, and returned to terrorize us until our lease ended five months later. Now, fast forward to now, I thought it didn't affect me much until I recently started to find myself becoming even more hyper-independent than I already was. I'm leaving my bestie to live by myself, and I don't find myself interested in meeting slash talking to new people. I don't know. Maybe it's also just me getting older and entering a new era of life because I'm graduating soon. I don't know. I guess I just need advice. Wink wink on how to not let my trauma get the best of me and how to know when I might be acting out of trigger response or whatever you think would be helpful moving past this situation. Thanks for listening. If you are hope to meet you guys in New York when I move there one day. Sincerely, Re- Regine like Regina, George, but no ah, just Jean. So, <laughs> xoxo gossip girl regine that's pretty wow. wow i i mean i totally understand your are like mistrust mistrust in people but yes. i will say like you had a gut feeling from the jump right like you weren't wrong yeah you know trust that,
0: that that's a extreme case of it but that being said trust that you got to deal with the extreme version so anything that falls beneath that you will be able to pick up because you're right. seeing the
1: worst of the worst. Yeah. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. I'm so
0: glad nothing happened.
1: Yeah. Um I would be like you, yeah, you handled your, I don't it. know if you like think right. about this but you live by yourself now. I would like get some extra locks on your doors. Well, oh, not you're going to be paranoid. I know don't be paranoid but like be safe.
0: Just put something
1: like put a bell on the door. You just have to be realistic in the fact that, like, you guys called the wellness check on her. Like, she might be out for blood. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know? I'd rather you say that and be prepared than us, like, not say anything at all. Um, But, yeah, all jokes aside, that's absolutely insane. The trusting thing, I mean, I'll speak on it, but it's definitely a different situation. Um, That's just... I even feel silly saying this because I'm coming from like a love situation but like it that is just life like you you learn people and you get burned by people but yeah it every person is different. so this is a very general slash easier said than done statement but just give everybody their own chance to prove who they are
1: right. love that and like good point.
0: kind of start there but uh the gut thing you got it you knew like you knew something was off right and uh you clearly like handled the situation the way that the best way that you could with the wellness check and whatnot yeah I don't know I'm like very disturbed by this and I can't believe that happened to you and I hope you have and like really good like therapy or like mental health yeah. resources like that's really fucking intense and I'm really sorry that and I hope
1: she also has, has resources. resources because yeah. the fact that she was let out after a week and just probably just I don't know that's I our like health care yeah, that feels wrong.
0: Yeah. Like, let's get to the bottom of why that was an urge in the first place. Right. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. Okay, next one. The subject line says, does telling a new connection about a past bad relationship make them repeat the cycle?
1: A new connection about... Does telling oh. a new connection about
0: a past bad relationship make them repeat the cycle? Uh, hey from Norway, but they said it in... Is Norwegian? Norwegian. Norwegian. Norwegian? They said, so... Hey, 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 fra Norge.
1: Love.
0: Hey, from Norway. Hey. Just wanted to let you guys know first that I love the podcast and you two so much. I look forward to every episode and they have really helped me a lot. Okay, so here's my dilemma. Last year, I got out of a pretty bad relationship where my ex wasn't very nice to me. We don't have to go into details, but it was pretty bad. Toxic, abusive, all that jazz. I'm doing much better now and I feel... Like I have healed and grown so much in this past year. The podcast has helped me so much and helped me learn my worth. Oh, that's good. But this isn't really about the, that relationship because lately I've been seeing a guy and he recently asked about my past relationships. It was a natural question in the moment and we are still getting to know each other. I said my most recent ex wasn't very nice to me, but it it's all good now. He didn't pry and I didn't really think much more about it. It's still early stages of the potential relationship. Here's my dilemma. I mentioned this conversation to one of my friends and she told me that that was the biggest mistake I can make. Hmm. She said that if someone new asks about a past relationship, you tell them the, quote, truth, then they will know what you can take and you have set the standard really low. That you should always paint a beautiful picture of your past relationships because then the new guy will think, oh, I have to step it up. Uh, and if not they will treat you badly as well i've seen this on tiktok also lately i was lately. just going to say
1: she watched a tiktok
0: is there is there yes. one going around right now yes I've seen this on TikTok also lately where so many people talk about not telling the truth about past bad relationships because then this new guy will most likely repeat the cycle. I'm not talking about dishing out how about how your ex was crazy or anything, more just not sugarcoating the toxic relationship. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Should you not be honest about past relationships in fear of them thinking littler of you? Have I ruined a perfectly good connection just because I was honest? Should I have just said, oh, yeah, no, they were all great when really I was in a dark place in those years? Should I run before the cycle might re- repeat itself? Help. Hope this all made sense. Much love from a little Norwegian on the other side of the world. This is class A manipulation. I hate If this. you do this to people... Fuck that TikTok. I haven't even seen it. So, okay. You, what the, is it?
1: The TikTok is, I don't, I it might be an interview or something. And basically it's this woman saying, when a man asks you about your past relationships, you say, oh, it was great. We just went on different paths. Like you, like the entry said, you talk it up to be this like beautiful picture so that the man that you're telling this to does not think that you take shit from other men I, so I he he holds himself at a higher standard that is so fucked up
0: that's manipulative you guys it is so wrong that's painting a picture you're you're really hitting me where it hurts with this one <laughs> that's painting a fucking facade of something that isn't the
1: fucking truth and if a man thinks that he could now he like now he has to hold himself at a better standard and you want that man because okay now he has to be the good guy no
0: you painted the picture for him. You yeah. cookie-cuttered him. Like, you're being a, a, a doll fucking...
1: A real man penny. will not amount you to the your past trauma and yeah. think, oh, oh my God, she was in a bad relationship. Now I could be a dick. Like, no, a real man will not do that.
0: Yeah, like, and if he does, like, the, you know, he's obviously shit, but like, don't you just point blank period want somebody that's just like that by nature? Exactly. Not because they were molded to be based off your manipulation of your truth then you're just building your connection on lies where's the bonding there because your past is your past like it already happened but it is a big you know it's part of your experience and if you're trying to get to know someone new in your life and you're being dishonest about things you've actually been through or haven't been through period because you're lying about it that's fully fabricating the foundation of your connection romantic or platonic and that's manipulation you guys that is building a fucking facade and I am so not okay with that.
1: I hate that. I, I remember seeing that, that TikTok and being like,
0: this feels wrong. The way I would report that to this- TikTok.
1: <laughs> this feels wrong. That's crazy. The no. mind games that like social media puts out about how to how to catch a man, how to like how to get the right guy, like no. that whole genre of content is so wild to me. Ugh, it's-, it, it's sickening. It's not very it's um, so it's so games healthy. it's not healthy yeah. it's, it's so like tactical and calculated that's
0: scary you guys yeah if you're that tactical about something that isn't a love island game or like an escape room when right. it's something emotional like human connection literally the one thing we all have when you take away money fucking cars, jobs, all of that. Human connection is the only thing we have on this planet at the end of the day on your deathbed. That's all you'll think about is the connections you've had with humans, right?
1: If you're formulating it, the root of
0: you is all built on lies. I'm picking at my fucking fingers. I'm literally like <laughs> anxious about this now.
1: It's crazy. No, don't do listen that. to that friend and no. show your friend this, this, even if you show them this clip of this episode, don't do that. No. Be honest. And the right person... Will not give a shit if you were in a bad relationship in the past. Yeah. They won't give a shit.
0: Like and it's yeah. who you
1: are. Yeah. Like
0: I'm not in it anymore. Clearly, I wasn't right. cool with it. Like I'm out that
1: bitch. Exactly. Like, so I just
0: tell all these men that I it didn't paints, have somebody lie to me. It, like, <laughs> it, it
1: paints this picture that it's the woman's fault that the trauma happened in their dynamic. Like, oh, you were in a bad relationship with a toxic person because of you, because you allowed it. Yeah. No, fuck off. That's, like
0: if they have a good head, if that man has a good head on their shoulders, they should realize that takes two to tango. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, they could just do it to you. Like it
1: every dynamic after that makes has it to be like that. No, yeah. that doesn't make sense. OK, this one has kind of a crazy title. It is. Should I kiss him until I can't breathe or run him over with my car? <laughs> two
0: extremes. <laughs> but I'm here to listen.
1: What do, you, what do you got to say? Hi, Kristen and Alex. Greetings from Canada. Hello. I'm 18 right now, and I've been a fan of the pod since day one. I've also been watching Kristen's videos since I was around 11 or 12 years old. Maybe a little too young, lol. That's crazy. 11, and they're 18 now, like two phases of life. That's crazy.
0: Hold on. I'm tearing up. <laughs> You've watched me since you were 11 or 12, and now you're 18? Think about
1: the creators that we would watch when we were 11, and like how we grew up with them, too. Crazy. oh my
0: god that's crazy the only person i could think of that i grew up with is like disney channel people oh really i didn't watch youtube until like 2015
1: oh i was watching um the graveyard girl when i was oh yeah i was probably you got me I was into probably her 11 yeah 11 i remember or 12. that
0: she was honestly the only one though just because i would watch her with you
1: yeah hey
0: everybody it's bunny oh, and she her. would uh, stomp her shoes remember yeah. when she'd show off new shoes and she'd like jump i love bunny oh, bunny if you're, you're listening, out there oh uh, the podcast <gasps> guys can you go dm oh my god grade grade girl
1: we would be best friends with her oh yeah inseparable wow hi
0: bunny please come on the podcast we'll we'll get you another chair
1: oh yeah yeah you can sit on my I'll lap. stand. <laughs> continuing on you girls have been with me through the good the bad and the ugly of growing up and becoming the person i am today I see Lower so much pressure. of myself in both of you and I'm so grateful for your presence in my silly little existence. Buckle in because this one's kind of kind of a long story. Sorry. LOL. There's this boy, Sai, that has been in my life since kindergarten. Just for reference, I live in a very small mountain town with only one elementary school and one high school. Damn. So my classmates, classmates in kindergarten are the exact same group of people I walk the stage with at graduation. Wow. Me and this boy have been in and out of the same friend group since seventh... Grade seven, but we've always stayed close. I was his friend through his first girlfriend, and he was my friend through my first girlfriend. I was his friend when his nudes got leaked, and he was my friend when I went through one of the worst depressions I've ever been in. When we got our driver's license, licenses we started going on drives together and to this day we still do i don't even know how much i've spent on gas from doing trash laps with him all these years our drives have always been really special moments to me we both like the same music a lot of country which is pretty hated on in our town and we just find each other Super easy to talk to. He knows more about me than I'd like to admit, and I know more about him than most people in his life. We've cried in front of each other, talked about our futures, questioned whether or not we're all living in a simulation and everything in between. At some point, I guess we sort of become more became more than friends. Me and him have been in the same friend group since we were in grade nine. And when we were all 14, I would host parties in my garage for our friends and basically anyone else in our grade who wanted to come. We would basically just get drunk on whatever we could get our hands on. Twee? T-W-E-A? I don't know what that is. Twisted tea. Twisted T. Twee? I don't think that's it. Huh. Is it twisted tea? Let me know. And Fireball being the faves. And I'd give my friends shitty stick and pokes. Love that. Classic teenage bullshit. Anyway, after one of these parties, he stayed to help me clean up. I was still a little buzzed. Before he left, I walked with him to the end of my alley to take out some trash. And when he said goodbye, my drunk ass chose to hug him, which I don't usually do. I'm not a real hugger, but he hugged me back. And I swear to God, I felt like I was home. I legit almost started crying. He kissed me. And right as he started doing it. It started raining. We just stood there in my alley laughing and kissing in the rain until my mom called me and asked where I was. The next morning I called him to ask what was going on between us and he pretended he pretended (gasps) the kiss didn't happen.
0: Hate that
1: buddy boys straight up gaslit me. Jesus, it wasn't until after the kiss and the disgusting ga- gas gas gaslitation <laughs> <laughs> that I put two and two together and realized that he had just broken up with his girlfriend and probably just wanted a rebrand makeout. And lucky me, I had just happened to be standing near him. We didn't talk for a while after that because I was fucking pissed. But not talking to people in my town is really not sustainable, especially with him. We were in the same friend group that hung out all the time. We worked at the same restaurant and we were in the same class of 20 people. Eventually, I had to get over it and forgive him and eventually he kind of apologized like three years later. So then we stayed pretty steady friends, but it's been a fucking wild ride. He was on a super competitive sports team for most of high school and he re- really wasn't in town a lot. When he was in town, we'd talk and drive and laugh and cry and sometimes make out and when knew- when he wasn't in town he wouldn't text or call me at all wouldn't even acknowledge my existence even if it was right after we'd hooked up or had a super deep conversation this has been going on since we were 14 and it's still happening now that's four fucking years of this shit eventually I realized a pattern he only ever kisses me right after he's broken up with a girl or right before he leaves town for an extended period of time It's the same shit every time he has a girlfriend he leaves town he breaks up with her he comes back to town He pours his heart and soul out to me. He spill I spill my guts to him. We kiss we laugh He says all this shit to me like quote. I can't believe I get to be alive at the same time as you Ugh and quote you're everything a guy would look for in a girl And then he leaves and doesn't text or call me unless I ask him to or I text him first he says he just has bad communication still skills, which I can kind of see because he is a little dumb, <laughs> like in a cute way. He's just not the brightest guy. But I genuinely don't think anyone's communication skills can be that bad. I just don't know what to do anymore. I can't keep doing this. I can't keep letting this happen. I love him and his friendship means so much to me. I love being near him and I think I'll always have space in my heart for him. But it's absolutely exhausting not knowing where I stand and not being able to figure it out. Every time I ask him what we are, he says we're friends and that he loves me. But then he leaves and we don't talk for four months. I've told him multiple times that I can't just be... His boredom fuck. I can't be what he does when he's bored and horny and he's told me so many times that that's not what this is. He says he loves me and he respects me too much to ever treat me like that, but I'm starting to not believe him anymore. If he actually loves me that much, why can't he commit to something? If he actually loves me that much, why does he only come to me after a breakup with another girl? If he actually loves me that much, why is he able to not talk to me for months at a time? If he actually loves me that much, why does he leave me? I wish I could hate him, but I can't. I wish I could cut him out of my life, but I can't. I wish I didn't dream about him. I wish I didn't think about him as much as I do. I wish he was with me right now, but I also wish he would fall down a damn well so I wouldn't have to deal with this shit anymore. Every damn day, I want to just kiss him as much... Just as much as I want to run him over. I want him in my life with certainty and commitment, or I want him out of it for good. But I don't think I can make the choice to cut him out. He means too much to me. To this day, I hate hugs, but hugs from him feel like home, and I'm scared they always will. I hate him for making me feel like this, but I can't let go of everything we've built together. So, what's the verdict? Should I cut him out, kiss him until I can't breathe, tell him he has to commit to something because I can't keep living like this, or run him over with my minivan? <laughs> Again, love you lots, and I wish you two nothing but the best. Wow, first of all, you're a fucking poet. That was beautifully written, but <sighs> this pisses me the fuck off. Yeah. Because... No, you, oh, you had I, me
0: picking up my nails the You, whole
1: time. you know what to do. I mean...
0: <sighs> you just said all those things. If he loves me, then how could he not talk to me for months on end? Did it all that?
1: Because it's a game he's yep. he doesn't love you in the way that you love him he might love you to an extent but he's obviously holding himself back to fully loving you the way that you deserve to be loved and without consequence and with commitment and you deserve that
0: you know I'm, I we can't sit here and say what emotions of his are real or aren't because we don't know his side we don't know how his brain works he didn't write in I feel judging by the way he handles things like he's clearly not emotionally intelligent or most I'll say emotionally in tune with himself Mm. you even said like you'll always have a space in your heart for him like he clearly doesn't have enough space to give you what you deserve in return for that I don't know I can't talk about the capacity of his heart because I don't know what is what he's been through and why he might be the way he maybe he's afraid of commit being committing because of things of his past or his parent like that's we can dissect that another time but like ultimately there's an imbalance here and it's completely going against everything you do want in a love right you want someone that you can squeeze and that you're not going to fear will block you out for months on end afterwards or only come to you when it's convenient for them this to me from the outside is one of those connections where and this is very common where I think the things you love about him and the things you love about your connection with him are just the things that you've written with your ability to love. Yeah, I think this is exactly that because it he's he's really not giving you much to work with. I think you are romanticizing because you have a big heart. And you have the the capacity to love right now and the emotional stability and the emotional intelligence to even know what it feels like, love versus lust. Like, you're, you're able to even put it in words so beautifully. Like, seriously, your writing is beautiful. It's all perspective. Like, you're just perceiving it as a connection. But what has he done to prove this connection? Everything you feel towards him is purely because you've given it that definition, dude. Yes. It's not because... He's proving it.
1: He's He's giving you just enough to keep you around.
0: So you can keep building your narrative around it. Yeah. But he's not doing anything to prove that narrative. Okay, this next one, the subject line is, how do I get over someone? Just classic, classic issue we all run into. Oh, God. So there's this guy who I've been friends with for over six years. We met in high school and he was my prom date and dance partner in the dance team we were both in. We hung out often, and we were pretty close, to say the least, in the most platonic way. I really saw him as my annoying little brother. He had a girlfriend at the time, and I was dating around. Long story short, we never saw each other in any other way other than just friends. At least I did, lol. Although others around me always made me feel like he had a crush on me, but I always brushed it off because I didn't agree. So he left for the Marines a few years ago, and we've kept in touch through socials here and there. But back in August, we started texting every day, day and night. FaceTime calls for hours. We stayed up on the phone until 7 in the morning one night and lots of flirting. At this point, I really wanted to explore something with him since we're both single. Sadly, he's in San Diego and I'm in Chicago. He has about three more years left and just started school out there too. We were talking like that for three months. Then all of a sudden, he just ghosted me. It was one night where he was at a party and got very drunk. I woke up to a missed call and voicemail from him. Then he didn't text me back until almost two days later saying he lost his phone. Kind of sus, but I have trust issues, so IDK, LOL. Then he just completely stopped texting, but still likes my stories here and there. Not gonna lie, I was a little heartbroken because I actually really liked him. At the end of the day, I have so much love for him because he really is my true genuine friend But maybe it's a bad idea to explore more of our relationship. I don't know. I kind of wish I had some closure on how he really feels. But I also don't want to ruin the friendship and make it awkward by asking. So how do I get over him and the idea of us ever possibly getting together? Send help, please. Thanks. Love ya. And then we have an update. Mm. Update. He just let me know he's coming home in a few weeks and wants to take me to dinner. Now what?
1: Oh, God. I was kind of like toggled with the idea of even like saying this but I think putting your feelings out there first before like even getting to the point where you feel like you have to get over them is the better option like I don't I don't you think think you should just like write this off and feel like you need to get over him just because you don't know where he's at like you don't want to give up like you want to see what's on the table and the fact that he Got to the point where he asked you out to dinner. Like, maybe he's wanting the same thing, too. Yeah, you know? but he
0: ghosts. I like did- that thing's weird to me. It's the same as the last entry. Like... But if you're fucking capable of that. Sorry, like did
1: the, did they say the longest period of time that they ghosted? Because if it was just the two days, like what if he actually did lose his phone?
0: Yeah, I guess here it is only the two days later he said he lost his phone. Kinda sus, but I've trust issues. side of it. I think he was also probably embarrassed.
1: Yes. I was gonna
0: say that. Like, like, a like drunk, like fuck. I fucking he called probably, the girl. Yep. Yeah. I don't yeah.
1: I don't think he like ghosted to the point where like he's like, fuck that bitch. Like,
0: yeah. I don't you know, like I, I agree with Alex, like it's it's better to give it your all and say how you're feeling than yeah. not say anything at all and just keep it in the friend zone because then it won't be in the friend zone. You'll always have it in the back of your head, yep. the what if. Yeah, Test the waters, but, you know, with, with any situation of telling your feelings, like, you know, just be prepared for all outcomes here, both good and bad. Remember your intention behind saying your feelings. It's just to say your part. It's not yeah. like... If Don't he, expect if,
1: anything from him.
0: Exactly. Keep, keep the expectations low.
1: But I think of like also take this opportunity to be really bold because everything that like you said about him kind of just makes me think that he needs you to make the first move. So what if you just like balls to the wall, went into this dinner and laid everything out and be like, look, I like I've grown to have feelings for you. I am looking to see like if there's anything serious between us I want a relationship if that's something that like you see between us why don't we just try it out like put it all on the table the worst thing that's gonna happen is he's gonna say no and then you fucking know you have your answer yeah then you can get to the place where you're like okay now I have to get over him but like don't put yourself there already when you don't know if like he might want the same thing too and you're never gonna find out unless you put everything on the table
0: if you are gonna go balls to the wall, like just make sure that's true to you. Cause like if you're also someone who likes when the guy makes the move, like you don't wanna act some type of way and then set the tone,
1: you know? Yeah, but if you if you are like waiting for him to make the move but you want him we don't we don't know yeah. her, her style, you know? Right.
0: I always just think about that. Like there there's times where like I'm like, oh, I just, I need to do it. And I'm like, hold on. But then like, what if I don't want to do that every time? Like, I feel like that sets the tone sometimes. I don't know. That just depends on your style of dating. But yeah, the friendship, the friendship asp- aspect here. I have different views on this now. I do about ruining the friendship. Yeah. And like, I wish now more than ever that Tanner and I didn't ruin the friendship. I mean, obviously I would have avoided a whole lot of pain right now, but I would also just still have my best friend. I just miss having my best friend. Yeah. Um, platonic like just like you guys were saying in the beginning of your entry like straight up just like homies trying i know this is a loaded question that i'm sure the answer changes every second but like what do you value more here this person as a friend or this person as a potential lover that could be really great you know nothing nothing is promised it could be really bad and you can not have them as either in the end guilty
1: (laughs) Guilty as char, guilty. (laughs) Also, I'm realizing I can't wear these jeans out. They're so tight. Oh, is it hurting your kooka? Oh my God, I can't wait to take them off after this. Okay. This is going to be my last one on that note. It's called My Situationships Friend is a Bitch. And bitch is capitalized. Bitch. Hi, ladies. Hello. Just wanted to say that I love you both so dearly. I look forward to every single episode you guys post. It's like a night with the girls where I get to talk about everything. You guys are my safe space. Onto the story. So I met this kid for my sake. Let's name him Brad. Okay. The amount of people that name men Brad when we get these entries is
0: crazy. Like I love it.
1: Fucking Brad.
0: Brad listening to this.
1: (laughs) Some other stories. Uh, He's usually not my type, but I'm trying to go out of my comfort zone and get to know new people. He's older than me. We have mutual friends. He cooks, has a motorcycle. I could go on forever. All things are pointing in the right direction until I was told that one of his friends were talking bad about me before I even knew he existed. I got to know her since she's my friend's cousin. So I've been invited a total of three times to her apartment. We've gone out to a party, had dinner, things like that. I thought we were cool. One day she requested to follow me on Insta, but it was a little weird because 10 minutes later, Brad requested to follow me too aka i was a topic of conversation somehow i don't think much of it and i low-key kind of ignore it and move on with my day at work a week or so goes by and my best friend tells me she's been talking about me Let's name her Tracy. She apparently said I'm childish and she knows that I ignored her request. She even took it so far to block me after not accepting it. I'm like, all right, girly, cute of you. I tell Brad about it because I don't know what her problem is. And he basically tells me she's like that and that it must be a misunderstanding. Mind you, this was a week into us talking and getting to know each other. A couple of weeks go by after this. Things are going really great with Brad and I see her at church for 0.1 seconds Like we pass each other on the way out. I later found out she said I didn't say hi on purpose, that I should be glad that people are even talking about me, that she doesn't care about Brad and I hitting it off, that I'm a bitch and I'm staying blocked. Right Now I'm pissed. I didn't do anything to her. I barely know Brad too. I don't know what to do because he's really great, but if I can't even hang out with his closest friends because of her, then how is it supposed to work out? Should I talk to her or should I leave it? My friend, who is her cousin, told me to just leave it. That she craves attention, but ugh, I don't know. It's hard. Sorry, this is so long, but I hope you made it all the way. Love you guys. I think Tracy has a little crush on Brad. 100%. She's in love with him. Yeah. And she's just pissed that he's hanging off with someone else. And she's just in her corner. She's in her friend zone. Yep. In her friend zone, in her corner, pissed at the world, crying for attention. And it's it's blatantly obvious the fact that yeah that she's putting like taking it out on you the person who has nothing to do with the well you're in the situation but
0: you have brad's attention right
1: right you have the attention and she is mad that the attention is not on her
0: classic yep classic situation right here i would talk to her about it
1: yeah maybe call her out be like Yo, did I, like, did anything something ever happen? happen. Yeah. Did I ever, like, offend you in any way? I feel like there's some tension between us. And fully call her out. Be like, we've only been around each other three times. And I feel like there shouldn't be tension based on those three times that we've hung out. Yep. Like, those nights went fine to me. So, like, please let me know if I was ever in the wrong. Yep. And you're going to put her in a place where she kind of has to tell you is something. And she's nothing to And she has nothing to, has nothing to use. So hopefully Hold she'll yeah she'll feel called out enough to kind of drop it hopefully and if she doesn't that's when you can be like okay i could leave this your here yeah conscience you know
0: you can go talk to brad now without feeling like yeah you're sneaking or like you know being rude to someone in the situation like and the no, fact that
1: tried. her own cousin said yo she's just yeah, like this no, like let it go that's this is tracy yeah this is classic classic tracy. tracy move
0: can't live with her can't live without her. <laughs> Okay, this is the last entry. The subject line just says podcast advice. Love that. Straight to the, the point. The like, guy clicked it because I was like, hold on. We will help you. You just, you're to the point. You you, you need you're help. You're in the right place. Hi, ladies. Hi. Just want to start off by saying love the new set, love the podcast, love you too. Oh, we'll love oh, you. Oh, thanks. Oh my God, this fly. We've had a fly in the yeah, house Yeah, we're all swatting. Referring back to the episode where Kristen talks about her breakup and the importance of loving yourself. I want to take y'all back down heartbreak lane with me. Cute. So, I was cheated on a few years ago. I found out in the most embarrassing way. I, too, had the craziest gut feeling while it was practically happening, but decided to not call that night. I just ignored my intuition. Anyway, I found out I'm feeling a million different feelings, but yet just trying to understand why. Keep in mind, this wasn't just some random person my partner cheated with. It was an old friend from the past that I had previously found flirty messages in his phone with. And heard about them previously doing the deed. So here's the craziest part. I stay. where We are still currently together. It was a wild ride getting to a good spot. I didn't know how not to think about it. I questioned every ounce of my self-worth and myself in general. Was I not good enough? Why did he do it? Does he still like her? Like so many questions, I just couldn't stop circling around. I'm finally at a place where I feel peace and I don't have these racing thoughts and questions. But I guess the advice that I'm asking, going back to the importance of self-love, is, does this mean I don't love myself? Maybe I know the answer to this question, but would love someone else's perspective on this. Thanks, girls. Avi, you're going to keep me anon, but since my name is in the email, just keep more anon, lol. (laughs) You're anonymous. This is is by anonymous. The self-love thing, it's not so black and white. I think self-love can exist... I think where your situation might lie is more in the self-respect region. You know you don't fuck with this behavior. It set you off. You're not okay with it. But the fact that you are still together, even though like you still like are affected by this, that to me is like, uh, we talked about it in the episode, like there is a slim chance where people can have these type of like cheating situations and actually get through it but that what that means is like the two people really really are like moving on from it but if that's not the case which valid that's a very hard thing to move on from and you stay in it anyway out of like comfort or like an old pattern. That, that to me is a lack of self-respect of your standards.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you're not holding him up to the standards that you want for yourself and that you mm-hmm. set for yourself. I mean, everyone's self-love journey is like ongoing and it can be independent from your relationship. Oh, yeah. But I think, like Kristen said, this is a self-respect thing. Yeah. You know, also comes with self-love. So they do overlap.
0: Right. I guess I... I use the difference in words because I don't want you to like villainize yourself. Yeah.
1: I don't want you to think it's because of you or because like, this is all your fault. Or if you were to love yourself more, this wouldn't have happened. Like that's just not the case.
0: No, It never is. You guys, when people cheat, it's a reflection of them. And that is scientifically proven by,
1: by by me, Dr. Kristen and Dr. Alex.
0: But like, actually that's a whole other topic. This makes me sad. It is really hard to, um, you know, after something like that happens to you, it shakes up your world to say the least. And it really shakes up your, uh, your standards in general. There's, there's a low point, at least for me, I'm going to go off my experience. There was this, like, I don't want to call it a gray area, but like this, like buffering zone, a few, few days, I'll say like honestly a few weeks around what happened where like, I could have gone one of two ways with how I dealt with it. Yeah. You know, and not saying one's better than the other that looks different for everybody's definition of healing, but For me, I feel like I could have very easily gone down the, like, really dark path of this and, like, internalized it and, like, set the bar low for the next person because I think this is what I deserve from now on. Right. It's really hard to break patterns like that after you've been treated so bad. Ever since what has happened to me has happened, I've, like, done the uncomfortable healing and in turn that has made me have love for myself that I've never had before because I'm finally for the first time in a very long time regardless of anybody around me I'm giving myself the safe space to heal that Mm -hmm. the respect yeah and like the respect and I don't know. I don't know if this is making sense. It is like, I don't want to say that. Like, I'm I'm not like putting you down saying you're just like flat out not doing that again. This looks different for everybody. I just want to say that because sometimes the alternative here in your situation is to not be with this man anymore. And that probably feels really scary right now. And that probably feels like impossible and like the worst thing in the world. And it will, like, if you do leave him, which I think you should, like you should, um, if you do, it's going to be uncomfortable, but in the long run, like it's an investment in yourself, that discomfort and like actually like forcing yourself into an uncomfortable situation God, this can apply to so many things, even in, like, the fucking workplace, friendship, whatever. But if you can just force yourself into that uncomfortable situation for, like, a little bit, it's a long-term investment for your resilience. Sorry, guys. Honestly, the camera just died, and I forget where I left off with that. But I, knowing myself, I was probably rambling anyway. But pretty much what I'm trying to get to here is, even though, like, you're back together right now, if you're still in a place where you're asking yourself these questions... There's clearly something in you that's resisting the situation you're in right now.
1: And just because you're on this journey of self-love does not mean you need to lower your standards because you think that's what you deserve. Like you still are allowed to have high standards, even though you're still trying to figure out your own journey with loving yourself. And it comes in waves and it's roller coasters. And there are days when you, you know, aren't very nice to yourself and love yourself. But that does not mean on those days you need to lower your standards and take things from people that you know you do not deserve
0: absolutely i don't know this makes me sad a lot, honestly a lot of these types of entries now sit at a different place in my heart when i read them yeah i never i hope nothing like nothing i said came off too harsh or you know i really don't mean to like put down your situation or nothing it's just you know i i went through this and if i could be here to help someone else through it and even just given a pinch of another perspective here like that's That's my purpose. But yeah, your your body and your mind is clearly questioning something for a reason. So honor that. And I feel like self-love and self-respect grows. It flourishes in the moments in which we honor the things that might not be the most comfortable. That part... Okay you guys, thank you so much to everybody who wrote in. This was a uh, quite the pregame, I'll say. I, got, right? I got my mind racing. No, <laughs> we like need to take a shot. <laughs> I know. I like I feel like I need to like shake this off real quick, but yeah. um I, It
1: seems like a lot of you and we fucking uh, say this all the time, but a lot of you guys are going through the same thing.
0: No dude, I've been seeing TikToks of people even we the one yeah. we were talking about earlier today
1: being cheated
0: people, on like a lot of sh- a lot of shit's coming out right now a lot of cheating a lot of the, the like living double life shit is coming out like not yeah. even just in you guys like even seeing shit on my for you page of people like i don't even know obviously it's because tiktok's probably pushing things that i'm talking about and like texting about it's taking buzzwords from my right. algorithm but they're still real people and it's just crazy like i'm even i'm on like the spiritual side of TikTok, too, and they're even all my spiritual girlies are like, there is something in the collective right now where, like, the veil is being peeled back. Yes. And a lot of people are seeing the real versions of people that they didn't know for decades. And I'm like, that's crazy. bro, that's exactly what's happening right now. Sorry. With that,
1: sending our love, to say the least. And you know what you got to do.
0: You got to send it in here and we'll talk yeah. about it with you guys. So that's what you got to do. That's what we're here for. I yes. swear though.
1: I love that we're doing this now. Um, like we said earlier every this episode, Monday. every last Monday I of the said month. every Monday. <laughs> every last Monday of the month. If you're going through something, send it in to our email and we will try and help you out.
0: Advicepodcast at gmail.com. And also, like we said, we have Patreon doing it weekly. Mm-hmm. So if if it's really urgent, send it set it in on Patreon. Right. We'll go in just as hard, maybe harder. I feel like on Patreon, yeah,
1: we like
0: we're like we don't sugarcoat shit on Patreon. <laughs> we're like
1: listen, we're like dude. We know people by name at this point. Right? Like
0: it's it's a confrontation every yeah.
1: episode. Yes,
0: <laughs> you guys get like a it's an intervention. I don't want to say a different version of us, but you get you get the unfiltered version yeah. of Kristen and Alex,
1: the shoes and socks off version. Oh yeah,
0: corns out if you will. Yeah, we're in like we don't we don't look this good <laughs> ever on Patreon. God, we're no. not selling it at all by no. saying that. Yeah, but like, hey, <laughs> it's fucking us. Whatever, it's there if you want it. It's there if you want
1: it. If you guys are listening on Apple Music or Spotify, please rate us five stars please. and leave a review. We love looking at them and i hope they're good you um the <laughs> we love looking at them yes please um also if you are watching on youtube subscribe awesome. and like and comment we love reading the comments as well <laughs> and turn on po- uh, post notifications so that you guys know when we drop episodes we drop episodes every monday yes please and have a great week oh happy God, monday yeah. it's
0: literally pretty much christmas so go yeah, Christmas yeah just
1: chill uh, just I'm chill out already
0: i'm super ready for Honestly, I'm ready for March, like
1: twenty eight. Wow! Oh God! I'm it's already Christmas birthday, everybody. <laughs> it is, it is. She's already planning in her head. I actually have no idea what I want to do, but I was, I was thinking Manchester would be cool. We just did that. We just did Northern England. To I know, but
0: like Manchester's cooler. Mix
1: it up. I'm thinking Mexico. Oh, I would like, love
0: to go to Greece.
1: Okay, is it hot in March? I don't know. Okay, you're asking the wrong girl. I want somewhere Let's at, go right hot. now. Hot. Okay. I'm like, what do you want to do? Yeah, right.
0: right there? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's, but actually I'm not going to go alone. So you need to be just as happy as I am.
1: Weird. Okay. We'll All right, guys. Have a great week. We love you. Love you guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.